0: And welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian.
1: And I'm Ty. I'm Jackson.
0: Yes, Jackson is back. No hey. more technical difficulties, but we'll see <laughs> who has technical difficulties this week because it does seem to happen from time to time. But I guess first question is, how are you guys doing today?
2: I'm good. I'm just uh chilling, listening to a whole bunch of little snippets of new projects coming up here and there, and just keeping up with what's Current in the news and music and yeah just enjoying the day
1: very nice i'm doing fantastic ian i am technical difficulty free i haven't had a technical <laughs> difficulty in a whole week now
0: in five seconds <laughs> <laughs> well anyways we'll get through it like we always do i'm very excited it's ian hates music let's get right to it shall we see si. Oh yes, oh yes, it is news time. We're going to start off right away with a favorite band of mine. The name is Palisades. They have announced that their brand new self-titled album is coming out January 20th, 2017 on Rise Records. They have a brand new song called Aggression. What did you guys think of it?
2: Yeah, it's a pretty good song, decent track, not really a fan of the music, but that there are, there, Palisades is back with a whole new different game plan with Rise Records backing them up again. And Rise Records is definitely going to try and make a name for themselves as a label again with this release coming out. And I guess Palisades is going to make New Jersey proud with this stuff that they're coming out with now.
1: I actually loved the new single. <laughs> I don't know what it was about it. When Whenever, the, like, the first couple lines that he started saying, I was like, whoa, you can tell right off the bat, it's like a totally different Palisades that none of us have really ever gotten before and i really like the new direction i don't know if they're going to keep the same pace in this song as they do with like the whole album because it's so i mean it's just so much different you go back to like their last album where it's like basically a party album or which was good but this just puts them on a whole new level it's more serious they even released statements saying that this album means a lot more to them than previous work which is probably the reason why it's their self-titled album so yeah i'm really excited for this new album
0: yeah, we've talked about that a few times on the show that when a band has released like a few albums already and then decides to release that self-titled there's normally something behind that either that rebranding or changing something very important about themselves and going possibly in a different direction whatever it happens to be that is normally a big step for a band when they do something like that so yeah they put out that statement kind of apologizing to their family and friends. Shutting people out for so long. And, you know, they were on a long tour. They were on a bunch of long tours, actually, because I've seen Palisades a bunch of times. And every single time they seriously bring it for a live show. Like, one of the funniest things, too, about them is I remember bringing a lady friend to the last Uh time. Oh, yeah. Last time I saw Palisades, (laughs) I brought a girl there and she did not know any of this type of music. She was not one of those people that, you know, was big into rock music or metal or screen or anything that we listened to on the show. And she was dancing up a fucking storm during Palisades and left really, really liking Palisades and probably still to this day listening to them. So they have that way about them where they can really bring it heavy, but they've got enough dance and pop to them where they can reach the masses as well. I think they took that farther with this single because this is the most cleans I've ever heard them have like there are some screams in it but this is mostly a clean song and it's interesting too because I think they're writing I think you mentioned lyrically as well this is called aggression but they're talking about American aggression so maybe this has not necessarily a concept to it but this might have more to their songs than what they've been singing about in the past but I like it agreed I'm interested to see, do they continue this throughout the album or not? Is this a one-off and then they go back to previous works? Or is this something we're going to see for the rest of the time? And either way, I'm interested because especially with a band that's so good live, I'm really interested to hear what their next stuff is. So this is good for me.
2: Jersey stand up.
0: (laughs) It's funny, when you see them play live, you can definitely tell their Jersey. (laughs) It's, yeah, really, real. it's really funny. Jackson, have you seen them live before?
1: Yes, I did. I saw them at some festival called Unsilent Night with Motionless and White and Crown the Empire. Fuck yeah. And yeah, it was, they killed it. They come out and they give the whole like dance. You're like, kind, they kind of make you feel like you're out of clothes some shit. That's why but, that girl liked it good. so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. They're, they're sick. They really are.
0: I'm hoping to get them on the show as well because I think they'd be a very fun conversation. Oh yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, definitely check out Palisades. Their new track is aggression. I'm sure they'll have out more. You know, it seems weird to be talking about 2017, but it really uh, yeah. is right around the corner. Uh I know. It's not like 2016 has been any good. <laughs> so I say fuck if anything, this year. It's been shit. Yeah, I say fuck this year. Let's go to 2017 already. <laughs> I just don't want to go more into winter because already I'm fucking. We talk about this every once in a while. It dropped like 40 degrees in Boston, so it's fucking Lucky. cold. Ah, oh, shut up, Jackson. You're in like the best <laughs> state ever. What's what's the matter Oh, No,
1: hell no. You're crazy. It's like It was like 85 degrees today. Oh,
0: that'd be fucking no, awesome. No, that's
1: awful. I hate it.
0: All right, I, I told you. I'm in a
1: fucking th- tank top right now. It's supposed to be winter.
0: Well, yeah, we're complaining about that too, but <laughs> people can't see it here. Only kidding, buddy. All right, <laughs> let's go on to the next piece of news we've got. And I don't know if you guys got a chance to see this, but Blink-182 recreated their classic music video, What's My Age Again, for their single, She's Out of Her Mind, off California. What'd you guys think?
2: Pretty good video, and it's a, it's a play on what they've done in the past before, but just using women and playing on the title of the song off the album.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it, they're not, and people expect them like, oh, why are they having girls run naked? I'm like, they're not young guys anymore. They're like older guys. They don't want to run around naked in music videos anymore. Yeah, so no one wants to see def- that. Yeah, it definitely makes a lot more sense for the girls to do it this time. And, <laughs> of course, a play on the song title, too. So I definitely loved it. And I listened to the California album a whole bunch of times. And this song is like one of the catchiest songs that they have on the album.
1: Very true. I really liked it. But just, just to make sure I'm not the only one. Was there a famous actor in that video? the The yeah. guy who played the Doctor isn't that guy with in that last Zach Efron movie that just came out? Well, it's
0: funny that that's how you remember him. <laughs> that's Adam Devine. He's in a lot of <sighs> shit. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's in, in uh, like every single frat movie ever made. Yep, Workaholics and Pitch Perfect One and Two oh, and all oh, that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Modern Family. So he's in a yep. ton of shit yeah
1: okay i'm glad i noticed it well not that i noticed but i'm glad i wasn't the only one who thought that was him because i was gonna feel like a really big idiot <laughs> if i was like yo that's so-and-so and you guys are like um no oh Aww. Aww. <laughs> but, but other than that the music video was really cool and it was cool how they did the whole thing where you yeah. can clearly tell i was in california the name of the album it was great and it is one of the stronger songs off the album so if they did a music video for any of them i'm glad it was that one
0: I totally agree. I thought it was a good idea. I don't know very many bands to do something like that. So it seemed pretty original to me. Yeah, of course, they're not going to be the ones running around anymore. Not only are they much, much older than back (laughs) then, but then also Tom's no longer in the band. So would it really? Yeah. if it's going to be different already, why not just make it three hot chicks? (laughs) <laughs> That's the way I look at things. Why not just make Ian's it kind of 50. video? Exactly. If they didn't have all the blurred out pieces, it'd be fucking awesome.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
0: All right. Who's got the next one?
2: It's uh Knuckle Pug versus Jared Along, the YouTube comedian.
0: So explain this story to me because I read it and I watched the videos. This is an alt press story, right?
2: Yes, alt press story.
0: I read it, I understand both sides. So Ty, why don't you take us through it?
2: All right. Basically, long story short, Jared Alon, YouTube comedian who's known for parodying a lot of band songs, he basically parodied a Knuckle t-shirt, and Knuckle basically just wants uh, a little bit of a reimbursement, I think reimbursement or a little bit of money off of it. If they're gonna, like, they're basically saying if you're gonna parody our merchandise, we're gonna have a, we're gonna want a little bit of the profit. Yet Knuckle got their name from a Mighty Ducks movie.
0: See, the way I read it was that they just want him to stop. They don't want him That's to sell that. That's what it actually was. Yeah. It, they don't yeah, want they him to sell the for shirt. for money. Right.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I was them, I wouldn't be too angry about it because it's a YouTube comedian who's known for parodying a lot of songs, uh, parodying our merchandise. And if people see Jared Alon saying, oh, this is uh, a parody of a Knuckle Puck t-shirt, then people who have never heard of Knuckle Puck, it's probably a marketing ploy because people would go actually listen to Knuckle Puck being that they never heard the band before, so that's what I that's what I would see. as.
1: This actually goes way back. See, I've been a fan of Jared Alonji for a long time, and okay, so about two years ago, he made a YouTube video called um, "Misunderstood Band Names" something like that. And what he does is he names every band in our scene, but in their in his own way. So, like, let's say, um for example, Issues. He'll say Issues. You know, like stuff like that. He'll parody every single name. And when he got to knuckle puck, he said Pook. right. <laughs> so that be- that was everybody's favorite, you know, remake of a name that he did. And when Warp Tour came around, now he was on the Fear- He's with Fearless Records, so he was touring with Fearless, and he did a remake of that video showing every tent. And when he got to the knuckle puck tent, he said Pook. Obviously, that became a hit again, and it restarted the pot. Now he has a merch line. And on the merch, uh, Knucklepuck has a shirt that most pop-punk bands have, almost every single one, that says the name of the band, and then it says generic pop-punk. Right. Or it says, you know, a generic lyric that they have. Now, Jared Alondri made a shirt that said Kanuku Pook, and instead of the shirt saying everything is copacetic, which is the theme of their last album, it says everything is phonetic, which is a parody shirt, obviously. And then Joe Taylor of Knucklepuck was commanding him to take it down and said, you're a really shitty person for going off a joke of two years ago. And you're really shitty for making money off of other band stuff. And then Jared Alongi had a great point because he went to their merch line yeah. and pulled up a shirt that Knucklepuck had with the PlayStation brand. A clear Shots fired. Like, Shots yeah, <laughs> it was the best clapback I've ever fucking seen of 2016. And it kind of made them have to eat their words. And I'm a huge Knucklepuck fan, but they really fucked up on this. I mean, it, it really showed the kind of people they are, if you ask me. I like, Exactly. A lot of fans are really disappointed in them because Jared Elant is it's just a comedian. Right. You know, exactly. it's like, you're not supposed like, to take that want? shit seriously.
2: Like, you never heard people going at Weird Al Yankovic from um Beat It and well, making the song called Eat It.
0: Actually, that's not a good comparison because a lot of people did. Do you remember the Coolio thing? Uh, wh- that was what huge. What song called again? Remember when he made the parody of? A gangsta's paradise. Gan- yeah, Amish paradise. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Coolio <laughs> said he was very, very upset and refused to give rights to it, but obviously he didn't have the power to not give rights to him for it. It's legal. Yeah, it's a parody. So, and that's what Jared was saying on his video because I watched that as well. My tough part on this one is. I loved his back argument. Like I loved his, like you were talking about Jackson. Yeah, it was great because it was a perfect example of that. And my perfect example for this is also, we've talked about it multiple times on the show. What about all those bands that did the Stranger Things shirt ripoff? Yep,
1: that's a good point.
0: What if Stranger Things or Netflix went after all those bands? Like it's not, that's not the way to do it. And it is unfortunate. Now I understand that Knuckle Puck is probably, I, I'm guessing they're thinking worst case scenario. Someone's at a show with the knuckle Puck shirt or whatever. Knuckle <laughs> <Canookle> Pook. <laughs> Canookle Pook. Whatever that shirt says <laughs> with a parody shirt.
1: I'm <laughs> and sorry, and You have to get that sampled.
0: Knuckle Puck? Knuckle <laughs> <Canookle> Pook? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll
0: make a button for it. I'll make a button
1: See, If Puck. anything, it makes Knuckle Puck bigger. Does it not? Well, I mean, exactly. That's, thank now. you. That's, that's
0: what I said. That's the thought. But then also, I understand where they're coming from, though, because what you can also say, worst case scenario, is someone's walking around a show with that shirt on, with the parody shirt on. And they go, oh, I've only got 20 bucks. I like that shirt better than getting the actual knuckle puck shirt that knuckle puck is selling. That's worst case Too scenario. Damn bad. Well, But I think, I think that's the way they're going about it. Is they're like, this person who's supposed to like our band... You know, like these bands in general are trying to monetize that where that might take away money from us. Now, it's not the right way to look at it, but I understand that that's the way they're looking at it. You see what I mean? I'm seeing both sides of the argument. I just, I'm way more on Jared's side just because he makes a very logical argument where they're just saying that sucks and you shouldn't be doing it. (laughs) Like, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? So I understand where they're coming from, but they did do the exact same thing. And every band does the exact same thing.
3: So and Jared
1: is known for this. He's a comedian. I mean, it would be so much, I mean, it would still, they wouldn't have a legal point to make, but it would be totally different if someone who isn't a comedian, just a random guy came out and made a shirt, you know, saying that. Right. But this is someone who is a not only a comedian, but is a comedian just in our scene. And he's yes. been doing this to all yep. bands. He even released an EP recently called Amidst the Great Demons, where he literally copies Architects, Devil's right. Prada, For Today, and many bands like that. And they have no issues with it. And those bands have a more valid point to come at back at him than Knucklepuck does. But it's just parody, and they just need to understand that. Right. I get what they're saying, yeah, but they need to understand what Jared is saying.
0: Yeah, I think it's so, just too. parody. They should have taken him, like, knowing bands and social media, why would you ever go in Twitter and do something yeah. like this? Why not get his number and call him and just exactly. have him explain the situation or something to them and have a conversation off air? Or email him. It's call or email, but at least with call, you get tone. Like, you understand someone's tone. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Context, all that kind of stuff. and. The only way I think they'd really have a legit point is if Jared went to Knuckle Puck shows and was selling that t-shirt. Because then <laughs> that becomes a bootleg like when you leave a major show or you leave a summer concert and you see the right. bootleggers out there, like that sucks. Like I completely understand. I would never buy a bootleg shirt.
1: That would be a dick move. That's, that's, that's taking that's, money that's directly. Like going against moral yeah, that's
0: that's taking money directly <laughs> from the artist.
1: Yeah, exactly. that's yeah. totally different.
0: Yeah, I don't think a parody shirt necessarily does that, but I can understand that there are cases where you could think that would happen.
1: Yeah, I've never bought a Puck shirt, but I want to buy this one. See, so I don't oh, know well. if that counts. It, it already worked. See,
3: yeah, that was I mean, money. But it's, <laughs> that was money. And but here's their the thing,
1: I would have never bought that shirt or wanted to buy that shirt if it wasn't for the stink that Knucklepuck brought up. They could have done this so much more professionally. I mean, right. come on, no, it's true. I guarantee you, if they came at a better approach. There would be a ninety five percent chance that Jared would have taken down the shirt.
0: And that's what I think. What, I think legal it was word, just handled. Are gonna
1: get done on Twitter.
0: Yeah, it was handled <laughs> very poorly. Like I think Knucklepuck thought that all their fans would all of a sudden just be like, Yeah, fuck you, Jared, and we're not gonna do anything for you and boycott your stuff. But that was not what happened with this. Oh, oh well. Neck deep all day. Despicable. <laughs> well, didn't someone come to their aid too? Didn't someone say from another pop punk band? That their uh, band
1: of real friends, sure. yeah,
0: real friends came to their rescue, kind of.
1: But that's because he. Real I mean, friends I love real, real, real friends. Real friends. <laughs> yeah, I love real friends. Though I don't even want to. <laughs> but but uh, this thing of real friends got involved into it and said, "Yeah, man, fuck those guys." It's like, dude, come on, man. It's it, it's a joke, man. <laughs> it's a joke. See, this go- totally falls in the line of no one can take a joke in 2016. Yes, and I a few bands like that follow that rule, but they just exhibited exactly what that fucking line means. Nobody can take a joke in 2016.
0: <laughs> it's very yes. scary. It really is. Obviously, we'll probably have some updates unless they were smart enough to say we are just going to leave this issue where it is. But I'm sure there'll be some more back and forth between them and you know we'll kind of see where things go.
2: Yeah, it would be very, very juicy to see. All
0: right. So from one saga on to the next saga, it is time to talk Asking Alexandria. I'm sure a lot of people were waiting for us to go through everything that we know in this quote-unquote situation. Major, major things broke last week. It was after the show, I believe, because we were even talking about Asking Alexandria, I think, partially on the show last week, but nothing compared to this, just that they had possibly had Danny back in the studio for some guest vocals or whatnot. Now it turns out it's completely different. So Jackson, do you want to fill us in on some of the story here?
1: Okay, so... We have just found out that Dennis, uh whatever the last name is, it's uh like Stoff, 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 yeah, we Yeah, we'll we'll call it Stoff. Dennis Stoff is officially out of Asking Alexandria. And just for the record, he was allegedly not kicked out. He's just not part of the band anymore. And his replacement is not another newbie. It is actually Danny Warsnop and oh, country well, music t- fame. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, he, they're going to be doing a joint country album where they do a Ask an Alexandria country shift.
0: Fuck, yeah.
1: And the last sentence I said was false. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, this is really interesting. I, I'm i an Ask an Alexandria fan, and there's this thing inside me that's saying, holy shit, Danny's back, this is so sick. And then there's another thing inside me saying, holy shit, Danny's back, he's going to leave again, and they're going to be fucked. And then they're not getting Dennis back. Who is almost a basically, you know, a twin of Danny, almost. Not the way they look, obviously, but <laughs> they sound not so off vocally, expect, well, more towards the screams. So, if they fuck this up by going back to Danny, asking Alexandria might be in a big pickle. Like, serious. I don't know any other way to put it. It's dangerous waters. It, it could be really good, though. You know, you never know. But it feels dangerous, if in my perspective.
2: Yeah, I mean, look at look at all the, the response that people are, have been receiving this information about how Danny's back in the band and Dennis is out. Everybody's just crying tears of joy, tears of relief and stuff like that. But who knows, maybe it could lead to another full-length album with Danny on it, or it could just be like a one-off thing and then he could just do the 10 Years in the Black Tour and then just leave again because he said his primary focus is on his solo stuff and We Are Harlot. So we'll never know.
0: Well, we might know. <laughs> we might, might know. Yeah, we
2: might. We might.
0: So I watched the video that Ben Bruce did. So he did a quick YouTube video. It's like eight minutes long or something. You can find it online. And his main points on there was what Jackson originally said was he was not... Dennis was not kicked out of the band, but he's no longer in the band. He wasn't going to talk shit about him, but he basically went through the timeline. Everyone remembers they were doing that UK tour. And on that UK tour, Dennis was touring with them. But Ben actually had to leave because of the birth of his daughter. So he missed the entire tour. During that time, he said that he checked in every single day and was very jealous of the band for getting to go on this awesome tour. So every day he was checking in and doing correspondence. At the end of that tour, they took their little break and then they were supposed to meet in the States to do a music video for Send Me Home, which is a great song. I like that song a lot. It's Off of the Black. At this point, they're trying to get in touch with Dennis, who went back to the Ukraine, but he is not answering anything. He's never getting back to them. So this continues to happen, continues to happen. And then finally, Ben contacts him again and says, hey, man, we have to do this or something along those lines. And Dennis just writes a single text message or something back saying, and this is all alleged. This is Ben's side of the story. But he says that allegedly he says that. Had Dennis just wrote him one saying, "There is no asking Alexandria until I get what is owed to me." And Ben's like, "I have no idea what that means. (laughs) What is that about?" And then, "What is owed to you?" Right. And I'm assuming that means money or something that he thinks he, you know, whether it's a cut of the black or whether it's a cut for touring, whatever it happens to be, that's what the assumption is. But then, when all these other people are coming out saying that there's going to be, I think. What label are they on? They're on Samarian, right? Samarian. Yep. Samarian, I guess the CEO or the whoever's in charge of Samarian or something, it said
2: Ash Evelton.
0: Yeah, it said he was going to put out a video or something documenting why Dennis is out and I guess Dennis just responded to the tweet or something saying there's no drama here. I can't be in a touring band right now. And that was it, which is a it makes str- no sense. Yeah, it's a strange response. Technically, even though they're in studio, and that's one of the other things Ben said, Ben said, and we've seen pictures of them in studio because Matt Good is working with them in studio. So we've seen pictures knowing they're doing some demos and whatnot, whether it's a full album, who knows. But they're about to go on this 10th anniversary Sumerian tour. It is true he is supposed to be touring with them when that starts. So maybe he just can't... Now, I don't know what that means. I can't be in a touring band, right? I don't know, did he... Is he married? Does he have kids? I have no idea. No one seems to know. Nah,
2: nah, no.
0: So whatever happened in his life, he's saying he can't be in a touring band and that's supposed to be enough. I don't know why he couldn't have had a conversation. And who knows? Maybe he did. And we're just not hearing the stories about it. But you would assume, once again, just kind of like the knuckle puck situation. Why wouldn't you just have a conference call with them and say, hey, guys, something came up in my life. I can't tour right now. I still want to be in the band. Can I make an album with you? But you have to can you get a person to cover for me? Whatever it happens. Yeah, to that be. would have
2: been the the professional thing to do.
0: The same way Ben did. Ben left for important family reasons while they were on tour and they did the tour without him.
1: I feel like they would have done that, but if that was the situation, I don't think this is the situation. My theory is that maybe All these, cause you know how for a while before we found out about all this Dennis stuff, there have been talks with Danny Warsnop, for whatever reason being with Ask Alexandria. Right. Just you know, just to talk. So that probably doesn't fit well with Dennis. And I'm assuming that when he sent to to Ben Bruce saying, "There's no Ask Alexandria until I get what is owed to me." The thing I take out of it is not money. I take more of like a respect sort of thing. Where he feels like he is getting cheated out of Asking Alexandria by them not giving the respect where it's due. That's the only thing I can think of because I don't feel like Asking Alexandria or Dennis. I don't whenever I look at them, I don't think of them as the band who would do something done unprofessionally, besides Danny Warsnop doing something fucked up. So I don't see him just like backing out and just saying, No, 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 fuck you guys. There there is something personal going on here. That I do not think has anything to do with money. I feel like there was some behind the back stuff behind Dennis's back. Dennis may have found out. I mean, it feels like an ex boyfriend, ex girlfriend thing, you know, (laughs) where, you know, I'm dating a girl or whatever, and, you know, um, I broke up with my ex to get with this girl, but now the ex is coming back, but I'm not telling the person I'm currently dating. Right. I I feel like it's something like that. I, I just feel like this is more of a personal vendetta. Dennis is not winning in this situation. I feel like Alexandria just said, you know, fuck that. All right. You want to be like that? Danny, what's up? Come on. And that might be possible.
0: The other thing, too, and I completely agree with you, said, That's a very good theory. The other theory is everything that's happened with Dennis in his past. And it's not like Danny is an angel either. They all know the right. issues that Danny's had. But if you start reading all the stuff about Dennis, about how asking Alexandria were warned about him, from his previous band. There's also YouTube videos from other people that say that Dennis ripped them off by, you know, how you can pay someone to do a guest vocal on your band's album or whatever. There are multiple times where he has said he would do it and taken cash or taken money and then not done it. Oh. So he has a lot of baggage that goes along with him. The previous members of his band, when they were being tagged and stuff and commented on when all this happened, the response was, I told you so.
2: Yep. Yeah, Dust, Dusty from uh, Make Me Famous said that.
0: Yeah. So who knows? This is all alleged. This is all you know hearsay because Dennis isn't going online and doing a whole spiel about what happened to him. Everyone else is doing it. So mm-hmm. it's hard to say who's really to blame, but the end result is we've got Danny back and asking Alexandria, and he says that his head is right for this. That he really wants to do this. That he's in the right place. Which is a good sign. For me, I've seen both of them live. I've seen Asking Alexandria with Danny. I've seen Asking Alexandria with Dennis. I thought that Danny's voice was gone. I didn't think he had the ability to do Asking Alexandria anymore. So that's that's what worries me. I thought Dennis did an amazing job. And I think The Black is an awesome album. So for me... I'm fine either way as long as people are happy. But I was worried because I didn't think Danny had the ability to do Asking Alexandria songs anymore.
1: There's a chance that he can't. I mean, there really it's so hard to speculate this. I really don't feel like we'll really get to the bottom of it. I feel like there is so much behind this that it's insane. I guarantee you within the next week to a month, we'll know everything.
0: I would assume before the Sumerian tour starts. We'll probably know most right. of everything.
1: When does that start, by the way?
0: It's relatively soon.
1: See, I have to go to it now that Danny's back in the lineup.
0: <laughs> I was thinking about that, too,
3: actually.
1: It's I wasn't really, you know, like, I love all the bands on it, but I wasn't really too into going for some reason. <laughs> now that Danny's back, it's like, ooh, I want to see that.
2: Well, I've seen uh, Asking Alexandria with Danny before, so it's nothing really to... Um really keeps me looking forward to actually going to this
0: tour. So what's the next story?
2: It's uh, All Shall Parish and Misery Signals both working on their new music. And uh, I say I'm looking forward to both these bands' new music for sure because All Shall Parish has uh, Eddie from Suicide Silence back in the band and uh, Misery Signals. This is a kind of a... Uh, I think it's kind of like a confirming story because they uh, Metal Injection, another metal website, reached out to Misery Signals because there was uh, a little bit of uh, rumors going on with uh, Jesse being back in the band, which we discussed on last week's episode, and he got the final confirmation that Jesse's actually officially back in the band and they are working on new music. So I'm definitely looking forward to hearing new music, new Misery Signals music with all the original Of Malice and Magnum Heart members.
1: Yeah, I agree. I actually can't wait for both of them to put out their music I feel like they're going to make a really big name on the scene when they first come out because they have so much behind them that it's hard to not want to listen to them, whether you like them before, or whether you don't like them now, whatever the situation is, they're going to have a lot of attention on them. So definitely everyone check these guys out. All will shall perish and misery signals are coming out with some new stuff and they got a lot of stuff to talk about. I can't wait to even hear the lyrics of these songs. I'm sure they got a lot of uh deets in them.
2: Yeah, especially with uh, Misery Signals, because there's been talk about people who have seen and listened to them back in the day talking about uh, a and Magnum Heart was a really, really good album, and it's not going to be the same anymore and all that stuff. You don't know that. So yeah, just wait until the new music comes out, then then you'll judge of uh, what you hear.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm looking forward to it. Look, I always like new music, so <laughs> I am completely fine with checking them both out. When they get new music started. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be 2017, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's no way things are coming out this year. So just wait for 2017 and we'll be all good. How's that? See. Si. <laughs> See, si, senor. See. Si. All right. Well, we have another sort of saga because it is. It, I guess it counts. But the question is once again, has Finch broken up? And it seems like they have. It was something Ty and I talked on the show about last week. Three of the original members of Finch, not including Nate and their guitarist, their original guitarist or whatever, joined Buddy Nielsen and made the band Speak Your Truth. So the question was, hey, so is Finch still together? What are they doing? Are they going to be doing anything? And it was like the next day that Nate, the lead singer of Finch, came out and said like, hey... We got together for some demos, but Finch is not together anymore. So here they are. Hope you enjoyed. He's like, I've been locked out of all the social media accounts. (laughs) And this is so he went on his own personal one. He's like, This is the only way I can talk to you guys. So here are all these demos. Now, I don't know if you guys listen to them.
2: I listened to them. They're actually really fucking dope.
0: Yeah. I thought they were very good. So I was like, Fuck, man. Why didn't you guys just make an album? Because they're right there. (laughs)
2: And uh, the story is, because we heard Nate's side, then the rest of the band decided to give their own two cents. Uh, they're basically stating that Nate was supposed to be present for the demo sessions and the recording sessions, but he never showed up to them.
0: I have the statement, the official statement from Finch right here. So, oh, yeah, it, I, it, it's worth it Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> Within the last 10 years, Finch has only released one full-length album. That can't be understated. In 2009, Nate walked away from an album and quit. Yesterday, Nate quit again for the third time in the band's history. 2004, 2009, and 2016. We all knew it was coming. It was not a shock. In 2015, we wrote a batch of songs but did not have a completed album. We entered the studio with a producer friend of ours to work on some new material that would complete the album and begin post-production. On the songs we already had. Nate was a no show for the majority of those (laughs) sessions and chose to stop communicating with the band in January of 2016. Throughout 2016, there have been four, or yeah, there have been tour offers we've had to pass on, festival appearances we passed on because we were unable to reach Nate. Sounds very familiar to the whole Dennis thing, right?
1: Yes. I was really just about to say (laughs) that. Yeah.
0: It goes, I think it is important for Finch fans to know that we've always had the best intentions. We've always strove to create the best songs we could, but you cannot control other people's behavior. Nate's choice to quit again is disappointing, but not unexpected, which is a great line. Yes. That's a great (laughs) fucking line. I think i got to use that from now on. Yeah, seriously, that, that works really well. So just to finish it out, they said, we're really proud of the last songs we recorded as a band. In Nate's mind, the stylistic change was enough to throw away his career. We just thought they were great Finch songs. Yeah, I know, right? We posted both of them on the Finch YouTube channel and hope you enjoy them. Obviously, Nate posted more and they said, cheers, everybody. We'll see y'all next year for for the What It Is to Burn 15-Year Anniversary Tour. (laughs) Sign, Grizzly, Daniel, and Pappas. So... That's pretty telling right there. There are lots of shots in there, obviously. But it is also funny that the way I interpret their final statement about the 15-year anniversary tour is that maybe they're saying that Nate is pretty money-hungry and would Mm -hmm. go ahead and reunite just because they know they'll make a ton of money for the 15-year tour. Yes. (laughs) And believe me, I will go to the 15-year tour. Hell yeah. I I would go, too. Yeah, I went to the 10-year tour, and it was fucking amazing. So, yeah. I saw the
2: 10-year anniversary tour, too, and it was the the same thing. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. I can't deny that. Like, people, you have to go see Finch live if you can. Please. Yeah. Please. So, it does seem that they're officially broken up. Once again, it's funny because Nate did get the blame a lot for those breakups, and now he's getting the blame again for the third one. So The cycle repeats itself. Yeah. What can you do about it? You know, so it looks exactly. like yeah, looks like Finch is disbanded, but it is sad because Nate's a fucking talent.
3: Yeah,
2: because when I was listening to the songs, the the demos that they put up, I, saw, I felt like I was listening to the vocalist of Dillinger Escape Plan when he screamed and when he sang. What do you mean? Like the the way that uh, the way Nate uh, sings and screams, like you hear that um, the old school Nate sound, but the demos I'm I'm hearing like, why am I listening to a Dillinger Escape Plan? Like, are you serious? Hmm. because uh, Greg Puciato from Dangerous Gateplane has a signature scream and singing style
0: interesting I don't know, I didn't hear that as much maybe it's just because whenever I hear Finch I hear, I don't know, Nate's voice just the way I always thought it was
2: just go back and listen to what it is to burn all the way
0: through oh, believe me, I do <laughs> on a regular <laughs> basis
2: <laughs> or listen to uh, Speak
0: the Truth I did <laughs> I did, we talked about on the show <laughs> yeah, we did alright, well we'll see where this goes uh, we'll talk about something later for sure
2: I guess we can transition into new songs.
0: Sounds good.
1: All right, so new songs. We are starting off with a band from New York called The Fallen Prodigy, releasing a new single called Regret, and it is a banger. Ian, take this away.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree. I think this was the right direction for them to go. I'm actually Facebook friends with Jay.
3: Ooh. I know, right? Uh-oh.
0: Name, uh, name dropping. I know, small name dropping world. here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I've liked their stuff for a while, and I think this was a really good way for them to go. It's just fun. It has that kind of old school jump around feel, but it is straight up, you know, metalcore, melodic, metalcore, whatever you want to call it. Good guitar work. I think Jay's vocals have really improved. I think that change from...
2: Passengers EP.
0: Yeah, that change from Passengers, but then also the change from the growls, the uncleans, the cleans has really improved as well. So good job for Jay there too. So I think everything's working.
2: Yeah, everything's working too, especially this video that just dropped uh, because Black Wolf Imaging did that video. And it's definitely a huge step up from the last video, which was definitely uh, college student made. Because you look at that last (laughs) video, it was... Edit, poorly edited and really shitty storyline but this one definitely has me interested and in, it definitely impressed me in a lot of ways
0: there you go well keep an eye out for them right yep definitely. See. the fallen prodigy all right on to a band that i enjoy very much as well chasing safety they have gone ahead and announced their brand new album nomad is coming out january 6th 2017 on outer loop records now we have talked about them a couple times before they are the old us from outside just missing their original vocalist, and they premiered their brand new song brand new prison now jackson i know you got all excited when you heard this song it's brand new prison not my own prison <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you're really gonna hate me now, cause oh, no. I heard you say that you enjoy this band. I do. I did not like this song.
0: Oh no, why not?
1: Because you like it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> no, I, I really. Am... I don't want to say I hate it, but I really do not like the song. I know it's not because he likes it. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I heard it, and I even had to hear it again, and I was like, I just don't dig it. I don't know what it is. I. I felt like it was too generic to me. Okay. Yeah,
2: It's a pretty decent track.
1: Wait, it is Not or it isn't, I tight.
3: Listen
0: to.
2: It is a, It is a decent track, but I wouldn't uh, go back and listen to it again.
0: Gotcha. I mean, this looks like a continuation from Season of the Dead, from their first album. It's a little bit heavier, maybe. I think they took the electronics out a little bit, but Kenny has an amazing voice. The bassist who's singing, I love his clean vocals. So... I'm looking forward to seeing what they have next. But I can understand that criticism for sure. But let's see yeah. what, you know, that's only one track. So maybe yeah. the rest of the album will get you at some point. But maybe it's because I'm so used to them and I've seen them live. They're always good. Like that's always something that's going to make me give a band more leeway, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah
2: Chasing Vanna, The Empire. It sounds, like a, it sounds like a mix of Vanna and Crown, what are The you, Empire. To are you
0: honest. reading YouTube comments
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound YouTube commentish.
0: I know, right? Well, we'll get to some of that later. But hey, let me just foreshadowing for, for you. Foreshadowing, yes. Besides just blatantly saying it, which I basically did. <laughs> but I just want to at least let people know check out this song, Brand New Prison, and Chasing Safety's new album comes out, one six seventeen. It's called Nomad, and it's on Outer Loop Records. So we'll see. You know, maybe they'll have a couple new tracks before then, and we can make our judgment calls on that. See. So, lastly, on new songs, we have Water Parks with the brand new track "Royal." Now, their new album, Double Dare, is coming out, actually November fourth, on Easy Life Records. So, the thing I have to say about this is, can you say happy pop punk? Because that's very, what very I say. Very
1: happy pop punk.
0: Yeah, that's what I say to that. So. <laughs>
1: I'm uh I'm riding the hate train very heavy this week. Whoa. Uh, out of the out of the three new songs we just named the only one I like is The Fallen Prodigy Regret. I really didn't like this Waterparks song, but I don't feel like it's cuz something Waterparks does. I just it's like you guys just said, "Can you say happy pop punk?" Well, yeah, I could say happy pop punk, and I can also say that I don't like happy pop oh, punk. Oh.
0: I was reading YouTube comments for this. And I could have sworn this was you, Jackson. Now, this is all in caps. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is all in caps. It says, my ovaries and everything else in me just exploded. I am screaming. Bye. Oh <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That was taken from Waterparks YouTube. <laughs> and then the next like the next one down is Austin Knight, which I'm assuming is the lead singer of Waterparks. Austin Knight has taken my virginity with his beautiful vocals.
1: <laughs> that was the next oh, That's so over the top. They blew up big. They, they were on really the cover did. of that Warp Tour magazine, yep. and they came out of nowhere.
0: No, exactly. Oh, well, that's why they have the young teen girls talking about their exactly. ovaries and.
1: <laughs> you're not <laughs> even you know old big enough to develop ovaries. Yet.
0: All right, one of you have to talk at a time.
1: Go ahead. Yeah,
2: none of y'all are old enough to develop ovaries, so calm down.
0: <laughs> oh jeez, well, I don't think that's how anatomy works. Shit, Jackson, but what yeah, were you going to say? Yeah,
1: pretty good track. I uh I think you know when you made it, when you have YouTube comments talking about their ovaries and how much, you know, female oriented they are.
0: That's a positive way to look at things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. You well know, it's all about the fangirls, right?
0: That's right. That's it for new tracks, right? I think that's the smallest amount of new tracks we've ever had.
1: Yeah, there's yeah. only three.
0: Yeah, that's very strange. Maybe we're missing something. I don't know, but I think we're all set. So
1: I mean if you count aggressive from you know that yeah, that's, but that's true. about it.
0: That's true. all right. Well, let's move on to next segment. So I think this is Jackson now with some concert reviews.
1: See, si.
0: take it away, Sen
1: Senor. all right. My name is Jackson, and I have some concert reviews. Everyone, listen. So Saturday. <laughs>
0: Oh, sorry. Thank that you, was, thank you. That please, was for Halloween. Please, quiet. This no, is our Halloween no, 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 episode. No, no,
1: no, 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 Be quiet, everybody. Listen up, listen up, listen up. So, Jackson went to see Skillet at the State Fair. This is the part where Ian or Ty talk shit. Go ahead, I'll just let you chime in real quick. <laughs> no, what, what, what do you think about school. that? I'm just being quiet in class, Professor. I yeah, cannot. we're
0: being quiet. You asked us to be, well, you told us to be quiet, so. Thank
1: you, thank you. I didn't see your hands raised, so thank you for speaking without permission. Anyways. So I saw Skillet at the State Fair, and they absolutely killed it. It was one of the best shows I've... S- okay, yeah, yeah, but phones away, please. Phones away, please. Technology away. Eyes up. I, uh, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> and, uh, concert reviews are done. Thank you. Last oh, no. Time.
0: Boo. <laughs> no, what happened?
1: No. Now, first uh, of all, wait, real, wait, ex- explain oh, the state...
0: This was a State Fair...
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, d- I never really got into detail. I had I didn't like plan this to ahead. Actually I did, I just didn't say it on the show. I just kept forgetting. But uh the Texas State Fair is on right now. Well actually by the time this episode comes out, it'll be off. But anyways, the State Fair of Texas was just happening and the final weekend they had Skillet coming out. So you pay to get into the fair and you get a free show. And nice. the free show to close out the fair was Skillet. So that was the only reason I went to the fair this year, and it was to see Skillet, because I love the band Skillet.
0: Yeah, say Skillet one more time.
1: Uh, Yeah, so I saw Skillet. Okay. Uh, S-K-I-L-L-E-T, Skillet. Skillet. <laughs> they killed it. I'm not kidding you. Have any of you guys seen uh Skillet live? I've
2: heard Skillet, but I've never seen them
1: live. Yeah. Do they play Comatose? Of course. All right, well, then we're all good, then.
0: <laughs> That's all Do you there. like that song? Uh, I mean, I like... That was back when I was making transitions to different styles of music and stuff. Like they have a woman singer too, right?
1: Yeah, the drummer is also the singer, yeah. Jen Ledger. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, if they've got their stuff locked down, uh, they're still around doing new music
1: too, right? Oh yeah. They released that new single, Feel Invincible, off their new album and that got aired like all over the NFL channel and all that shit. They're That's still why I don't know. They're okay. killing it. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I've heard "Bring Me the Horizon" songs on the NFL channel, and I bet you don't talk shit about them. I talk shit
0: about everybody anytime.
1: <laughs> true, true. No, but for real though, they killed it. They had you know the light show, and they had the the pyro, and they had the smoke, and they even had the guy come out with like the cello and stuff. Because you know a lot of their songs have like that classic feel in the back. Right. You know they had platforms going up and down. It was a really sick show. It was so cool. But, um, yes, nice. that's what I saw at the State Fair. And awesome. the day before that, I had a very concert-filled weekend. I went to So What Music Fest. Woo! Now, So What Music Fest was a three-day event with over 200 bands, and I only went Friday because that was what my schedule allowed me to do. So I saw Friends of the Show Convictions. Woo! I saw Rival Choir. Uh, fuck, who else did I see? Viridia. Shit, who else did I see? I saw To Speak of Wolves. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And then Ian's about to get really upset at this one because I never told him. I actually missed Everyone Dies in Utah, Friends of the Show. I
0: was about to hit the applause button. Now I have to to hit the (laughs) boo button.
1: And that's not for Halloween. That's because you suck. Yeah. (laughs) What the hell? They played within like 10 or 15 minutes of the Convictions show. And I'm, like, the biggest Conviction fan ever.
0: Well, I saw you got your picture and everything.
1: Oh, yeah, we had a big convo after. And, by the way, little fourth wall here, they would love to come back on the show. And this time, they're Screamer and Mike.
0: Fuck yeah, they're always invited.
1: Just saying. They love the show. They love the podcast. And, uh, yeah. We love them. Yeah, they're really good friends of the show. Yeah. They love us. So, So, yeah, I had to give my respects to them. Got to talk to them for a while, about twenty minutes, uh bought some merch. But yeah, those are the bands I got to see Friday. Wasn't the most packed with good bands. Right. It was really just convictions yeah. in the bands I saw. All the other ones were not too big. I didn't get to go the other days because the thing is is that it's thirty dollars per day. Oh uh, okay. and I was not about to pay thirty dollars G- <laughs> Saturday and Sunday gotcha. when I was already had Skillet on the agenda for Saturday anyways. So, oh, wow. yeah, but Saturday was like, we came as, or er, Dance, Kevin, Dance, we came yeah, so as Romans, Palisades, yeah. Vanna, Capsize.
0: And Desires. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, I mean,
1: it was packed.
0: Oh, shit, man. I would have gone to all three days, man.
1: I was going to, but I'm, I'm telling you, I had so much shit this weekend. I was surprised I got to go Friday, to be honest. What is this I like? had to go right after work and everything.
0: Ty, what is this, like his ninth strike?
1: Uh, his umpteenth strike.
0: Yeah, seriously. I
1: thought you're about to say this like my ninth concert review, man. I'm killing it in the concert review section. I go to Come more on.
0: concerts than you. I just don't get to review them on the show.
1: Yeah, cause you And I mostly write about mine. <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: and Ty writes about his. So, <laughs> all right. Whatever. Anything? Whatever. Anything else major happen?
1: Yeah, everyone at the concert Just saying how bad you suck, and I was like, dude, 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 chill, man. Come on, that's my friend.
0: I'm just happy that you stuck up for me. That's all. <laughs> I appreciate that so much.
1: <laughs> no problem. Oh, I hate but all the no, haters out was, there. That was pretty much it. Um, yeah, I saw Skeleton, and I mean, really, the highlights were Skeleton and Convictions. To be honest, I mean, those are some top tier bands in my uh, in my little record collection. There.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure the vinyls are there. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, very nice. Now, does anyone have anything upcoming in the next week?
2: Well, I ended up using Thrill Call again, and I may be going to the Trash Talk, Antoine, and Black Noise show in Brooklyn November 1st, which is a Tuesday. Oh, and it's okay. It's at 9 p.m.
0: Oh, so instead of voting, huh? No, wait, is it next? <laughs> no, when November is vote? 8th is the voting. Ah, shit. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I put in my. Uh, My sweepstakes offered on Thrill Call to win tickets, so hopefully I win. Fingers
0: crossed. Woo! Thrill Call. It worked
2: for me last time, so hopefully it worked this time.
0: It's true. Yeah, Jackson, you should have gotten it too. You could have maybe won tickets to So What Music Fest.
1: Oh, that would have been sick. But I'm actually going to the Rise Up Tour next Friday. Who's on that one again? Uh, Devil Wars Prada, Memphis Mayfire, Silverstein, and Like Moss to Flames. And it is going to be sick. Did you guys see that article? That said that the Devil Wears Prada Transit
0: Blues, that that was like their worst showing album ever?
2: I never saw that, but I would
1: like to check it out. Yeah. It's showing as in like as statistics in like on sold.
0: Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. It was their worst one ever, I think. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was marketing or something Maybe like that. It was that. the
2: Younger demographic not going to the shows anymore because they just changed so much.
0: It's possible, but they're headlining with Silverstein.
1: I feel like... See, I I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I feel like the only people who still listen to Devour's Prada and like Devour's Prada, because every time they come out with something, everybody likes it. But I feel as if you only l- still listen to them and like them if you listen to them growing up. Like they don't. I don't feel like they attract the new listeners. I guess the millennials you want to call it or whatever. The millennials. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like they attract those kind of listeners. So I don't feel like they're growing. I just feel like. They're that band that everyone just kind of like an Alice kind of thing where they'll go on a tour and they'll headline, but they're not gaining that many new uh, listeners. You know you know what I mean? They I can't, can they're they on their path. They're a highly respected band putting out great music that we love. But, you know, they don't have like that. Like you don't see them on the cover of Mac. You know what I mean? Like they don't have that that media push behind them where they're always in the talks.
0: I can see that. It's strange how that stuff works. But at least yeah, you're going to see out.
1: Yeah, because that was a great album. I find that weird. Yeah, yeah half, Trans- half, half of it. is fucking sick. Half of the album. Oh, God. <laughs> there go. goes Ian.
0: There goes Ian again. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm laughing. Breathe, well, breathe. Well, you'll have a review for that, so that's good. Because I do want to see how Memphis Mayfire is live.
1: Yeah, and it, it also is on the date that they released the new album, so that's going to be cool, too.
0: All right, that sounds good. All right, guys, so I think then let's go into tours. All right, so this is kind of a rundown from last week. There's really only one more that we have on this list because everyone's already out on tour. So just to name some friends of the show, they've got still the New Era Tour, which is starting very soon, Farewell My Love, The Funeral Portrait, and Matt Skajum or Skajum. I still don't know how to say that properly. You've got Friends of the Show, Alteris, and Young Medicine going out as well. You've got The Messenger... 10th anniversary tour with Argus Burns Red, Protest the Hero, In Hearts Wake, and 68, which we also mentioned last week, and then King 810 are doing their limited engagements in December, and I'm hoping that they do that live stream because they're going to have the string orchestra and everything. What is that? What is what?
1: What is that limited engagement thing? I don't, I don't understand. It's, is it a tour? What is it? It's a tour, but it's only like four
0: or five. So just go to their website and see for sure. But it's nowhere near us. Like it's only around Michigan pretty much. And it's going like all out with like a string section, I guess, or something like that. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they broadcast it, that they do one of like a live video stream of at least one of them. Because they're all happening like end of December, like mid-December, end of December, somewhere around there. But they're not doing full tours. If you notice, they had that brand new album come out that we talked about multiple times. And they are not going around the country touring. they're not promoting it. Which is very strange.
1: Yeah. And by the way,
0: I'm getting a new hoodie from Roadrunner. Because apparently there was a typo on the hoodie that I was wearing before during the show. So I get a new hoodie. (laughs)
1: <laughs> wait did you find out or did they like really? no they said saying, Sorry. I,
0: I had no idea and then they sent email to everyone I guess who got that merch bundle and I was like a new hoodie's on your way fuck yeah
1: what was the misspelled word
0: it's missing a, a number so I think every wolf has a number on it but the aid is gone so like no one would notice if you were just walking <laughs> around yeah absolutely no one knows but that's how cool they are is yeah I was about go, to say
1: that's yeah. cool how they think like that yeah. they didn't have to do that
0: Good for Roadrunner, good for King 810. So, Lastly, we just added this. There's the hella chuggy pop-punk tour with Bad Case of Big Mouth, Settle Your Scores, and Safe So Simple. And this one's going around for a while. It's a pretty long tour, actually. But the reason why I also bring this up, because we brought up Bad Case of Big Mouth. We've done an EP review for them as well before. Their vocalist just left the band yesterday. John Price left the band under not good terms. Let's say I could probably read his statement, but there's really no point to it. It's unfortunate. Let's just say they just were not getting along anymore, and there are hard feelings. There are hard feelings. Oh, shit. So, bad case of big mouth. I don't know how you replace your vocalist on such short notice, especially in the mm-hmm. easycore band. It seems like that would be difficult because you have to get someone that can match that tone. Maybe they have someone waiting in the wings or something, but it's a pretty major part to be going on a full tour with.
1: Uh, that really sucks. That's kind of going to taint their name, especially for a band or for like a fan that's going to see them live for the first time. That's a big letdown.
0: I wish them all the best. Like, I don't know whose actual fault it is because both sides are pretty pissed at each other, it seems. And they're not saying why necessarily. But this wasn't like, I think they wished each other the best, but it still wasn't very amicable. So I hope they all do well. I hope he goes off and does another band, whatever they have to do. And I hope Bad Case of Big Mouth is not done because I like them a lot. But what can you do? Sometimes this stuff happens. Agreed. All right, guys, I think it's time for one of our favorite parts of the show. It's time for reviews. I've been really
3: trying Trying to hold back and feel it for so long. And if you feel like I feel it, then come on.
0: Right when it's supposed to kick in, that's when we go ahead and we do album reviews. So guys, what album would we like to start with today?
2: Why don't we just kick off with I Prevail, because it's the first on the list.
0: Sounds fine to me. So it's I Prevail with their new album Lifelines off Fearless Records. Let's see. Let's go to Ty. All
2: right. So I listened to I Prevail for the very first time since we've talked about them so many times on the show and the vibe that i got from this album is it's a good album but it's very very a day to remember-esque
1: agreed yeah uh it it is a day to remember-esque i really enjoyed the album i feel like every song is strong but i was really disappointed oh not because the album was bad because i feel like it's not a step up from their ep and I think most would agree with that. I really do believe so. I feel like their EP, I don't want to say it was the tip of the iceberg for them, because this is only one album, so I don't want to go ahead and say that yet. But I don't think they topped their EP. But if we're just reviewing the album itself and not comparing it to anything else, mm. it is a really good album. But that's the o- That's honestly the only complaint I have on it. Every song I enjoyed, um, I love how they added from the EP My Heart I Surrender, which is a Amazing song that anybody will like. That we put
0: on our Spotify playlist for this week.
1: Yes, we did. Everyone check that out. (laughs) Shameless plug. But yeah, no, the album was really good. I really liked the songs, Lifelines, Chaos. Yeah, the singles that they released were probably the strongest ones to me. They did see the the thing I was also worried about is that there's not as many screams in this album, and I feel like either a they just feel like that's the direction they want to go, or B, the Screamer's a really good dancer, so when they're on stage, he'll be dancing he more is. than screaming. He is. Oh, that's, that's good to hear, because I feel like this is kind of like the new album Secret Syndrome, where it's a lot more singing than screaming, and the Screamer doesn't do instruments, so it's going to be odd to see what he's doing. Like I feel like there's a lot of good songs on this album where the Screamer has little to no parts in it, and it's kind of worrying to me.
0: That's strange. I did not pick that up. I thought they had a pretty healthy mix of the different transitions between clean and unclean. I, maybe he's also doing more clean vocals as well. That's a possibility because we've seen that in a lot of bands, right? Crown the Empire did that right. recently. There's been a few other ones that have done that bit recently. Siler did it a little bit more too. Like I saw this a lot like the Siler review that we did. I'm not saying that when we talked Siler with Help That was a big step up from their previous album. This one, I've never seen. I guess seeing them live, too, and seeing how much fun they have and how they react with the audience very well and interact with them very well, I think that they're making the album and the music that they want to based on the crowds that they're going to be playing for. So I feel like they're making the music they want to. So I don't know if there needs to be a quote-unquote step up from the EP because this is the music that they want to make, if that makes sense.
1: I agree. It's and, true. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think it's fair for me to compare it to the EP. That was just the way I was thinking when I was listening to it, because I expected much better than that. But when you're talking about band progression, you can't always compare it to their old stuff. But you know, if you're talking about audiences, like you just said, and it is always good to separate yourself from that and not have the same sound maybe in
0: the future they'll want to change something. I just I give respect to the band because they want like personally I like this album a lot. It reminded me personally of a mix of a day to remember, Lincoln Park and Siler. That's what this album reminded me of with those three bands. I mean if you listen to the song Outcast, that's all Lincoln Park. Like there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of things like that. There's also they have the classic call outs and then into the breakdowns. So like in come and get it. They'll say a cliche line. They'll go, take a look around. Tell me what you see. The wolves are out. It's about to get rowdy. And then go. <laughs> and they say go because it's so it's, – it's a day to remember. It's easy core. It's such in that vein. And then – Yeah. And then a breakdown. They have the sirens in the background. Like it's just fun shit. Like it's a little cliche but what's the problem? A little too cliche. I don't know. It's hard to say what's too cliche anymore besides Cold World.
1: No, shit. Couldn't make an episode without it. It had to be done. We do not script this, ladies and gentlemen. This is off the dome of Ian Hates. Holy shit.
0: I'm just saying. Also, what I thought was funny about the song Come and Get It is it's not explicit. Like, it doesn't have the explicit label on it, but they say fucking shit in it oh yeah that's pretty funny but look i thought it was a great back and forth between the two vocal styles very very catchy they know their audience they know what they're going to be doing at the shows yeah i just i think my favorite track is the final track worst part of me i think that's my favorite one out of that one and sure like i said some of the lyrics can be a little cliche but it's fun and that's kind of the way i looked at this album is it's a fun album. They know their audience. They're still making what they want and that's what I enjoy. So, I'm completely fine with the mix of bands that I think they sound like and they're doing what they want to do.
1: Do you feel like they matched the energy that they had in the EP though?
0: I do. Maybe it's because I saw them do 3 of these songs live.
1: That has to be cuz I don't know what it I've never seen them live, so my opinion is obviously going to be different. It means nothing. There is a big factor. <laughs> whenever, like, whenever you see a band live, you always get a totally different perspective on them right? in a good way. But as someone who hasn't seen them live, and trust me, I've wanted to see them live, I really like this band. I really like the album. right? It, it's. I wish I didn't have complaints about it. But it's weird because I have these issues with it, but I really like the album. I have not stopped listening to it. It's a good album. I just don't feel like they have that same... Energy that they had in their EP where it was even more fun. That's well, how
2: that could be, be said about every band that changes from album to album. So,
1: you just love Taylor Swift so
0: much. <laughs> oh,
1: I, I'm talking about the EP before <laughs> they put blank space.
0: In oh, that, okay. All right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, fun story. I actually heard I Prevail um, from the blank space thing. I, I wanted to know where they'd be without that cover, to be honest with you.
0: Well, most people did. That's how people found out about I Prevail is because of that Yeah, cover. that's
1: how I found out from that music video they put where the comparison of the of the videos that they did, I thought that was so sick. I, I was like, holy shit, this is cool. Well, yeah. Then I saw the OP and I was like, damn, the whole thing is good.
0: But it was a very good idea for them not to do any covers on this album.
1: Yeah, very, very, good. very
0: good. But look, I like it. I think people should check it out, especially if you like bands like A Day to Remember and Siler. Definitely check this out for sure. I liked it, so I'm going to continue yeah. listening for sure.
1: They're on the rise. I mean, they're going to grow, and they're going to get really big. For them to only have one album and an EP, and they were already huge before yeah, they the came out. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah like they're
3: already
1: huge. They're killing the scene right now. They're going to be up there. When you see bands like A Day to Remember going out of style and stuff, I prevail is going to be up there. They're making a name for themselves, and you know, kudos to them. I really do enjoy them
0: are you saying that they're going to prevail?
1: Uh, Okay. Oh. Talk about about cliche minds, Ian.
0: Mic drop. (laughs) 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 On that note, we will go on to the next band. I think we're going to be doing Corn with the Serenity of Suffering on Roadrunner Records.
2: Definitely a continuation of the heavy stuff that Corn is known for because when everybody in the band kept saying this is the heaviest that people are going to hear us, And they weren't kidding. It's their heaviest offering to date yet. And a whole bunch of songs off this album are my favorites. It's pretty much insane, rotting in vain, different worlds. Everything Falls Apart, Take Me. Basically, the whole album is sick. And just I found myself just grooving and jamming out to this album as soon as it dropped. So, yeah, definitely check that one out.
1: I enjoyed the album a lot, but I feel like it's another corn album. It is. I don't feel... (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's nothing different the only i mean to me the only song that sounds a lot more different than what they've already made is the one with Corey taylor and insane sure. and i love the song insane whenever insane came out when they released just that single i was like wow this is totally different this is a step up and not saying that they were bad they were amazing and they still are this album is great but it just doesn't have anything that like to me changes my view on them if you know what i mean yeah like it's it's corn right yeah
2: corn is corn what do you expect
1: well that's well they they
0: <laughs> went away for a while with that completely different sound and it's now like, like shit yeah and now like we're talking they're they're back to the way they were before for right. me they definitely sound like old corn there's no yeah, doubt yeah. about that they brought back the jonathan the scatting yeah they he does the scatting though Whatever the fuck he's doing, <laughs> like that was yeah. that was my great impression of John. That was
1: cool. That was good. Sample that. <laughs> yeah, there we yeah, go. That's another button. Kind of yeah,
0: seat. they got that. They have the weird guitar work that they're known for. It's that signature sound that you know. That's corn. That's nobody like that else. hypnotic kind of feel. Yeah, with a little bit of electronics thrown in for the background, kind of help that out. See, it's one of those things where. Oh, one of the things I did want to mention was the track "When You're Not There." had that weird soundscape where it sounded like the from Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah. It sounded awesome. I really liked what they did there. I don't think I've ever heard anything or anything like that at least. It was it was very cool. But for me, and this is the problem, and I think it goes a little bit to what Jackson was saying. Personally, they can't get better than their old stuff. So if someone's going to tell me, "Hey, let's listen to some corn songs." I'm not going to say, "Let's listen to the serenity of suffering." I'm going to say, "Let's listen to Follow the Leader, Life is Peachy, self-titled issues." That's where I'm going to go.
2: Yeah, go back to the Drug Years.
0: For sure. Like why wouldn't you? There's some amazing <laughs> amazing stuff. I mean, So
1: is a band's highlights their Drug Years. Yeah. So Yeah, I think
2: I think when the bands are the most drugged out, they make the best music possible. I mean, look at um
1: The Beatles Rolling Stones.
2: More like Pink Floyd when they made, uh, whatchamacallit, Dark Side of the Moon.
0: What I will say, though, for this is I enjoy listening to this album. I enjoy listening to it. Even though I might not go back to this one, this was the closest I think a band that's as popular and infamous as Korn is, this was the closest they could get with recapturing. And like someone could, I could totally see someone saying that this is better than Issues. I can see someone, Ty's shaking his head, but I'm telling
2: you. Let issues be issues.
0: I am, but I'm telling Uh you, there are people that would think that this album, this album is done so well that people could put this on their top four, top five corn album list. Albums of all time. Yeah. Like I could see them doing that because it is a good album. It's just, I already have the old stuff. Like I I already have the stuff that I really like. So. It kind of takes away from them, but I will say, if I was to go see Corn Live, I would not be upset if they played some of these songs.
2: Nah, me neither.
0: Which is good, because there are bands that I would, and we're going to talk about one, that I would be very upset if they played more of that tra- <laughs> those tracks than anything else.
2: Well, I'll be ecstatic the if they played blind during their live <laughs> set and everybody goes completely apeshit.
0: Well... Yeah, they could probably play that like five times in their set, and people wouldn't yeah, get exactly. tired of it. Yeah, exactly. And the whole venue
2: <laughs> is gonna get fucking destroyed.
0: Bring out Ice Cube and do Children of the Corn. Yes. fuck some shit Ooh. up. yes. Yeah, it's on.
1: It's on.
0: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I can do. I can do Jonathan Davis impressions. So.
1: No, no, no.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. the
1: last one you did was pretty. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> telling you, man. Sample I it. lost it. I lost it. Yeah, throw that right. in the archives.
0: Let's go on to the next album. <laughs> so we've All right, been... this is yeah, uh,
1: Woven War,
2: formerly members of Azalea, dying with uh, Honor Is Dead on Metal Blade Records. And prior to their the album's release, people were hearing from members of the band themselves saying it's the most aggressive Woven War has gotten from their previous self-titled album. And Shane Blay, who does vocals in Old Sleeper, is going to be screaming a lot more on this record. And I wasn't let down by any means. I mean, this is a very aggressive outing for a Wolvermore, and you can hear Shay, Shane, or whatever his name is, balance a little bit of mix of clean and screaming and definitely a lot more chuggy breakdowns, properly placed chuggy breakdowns, not like a is
1: tough. <laughs> <laughs> not like a mirror. Got to throw that one in there. Yeah,
0: because they fucking blow.
1: Ooh, that's hard. <laughs> Damn.
0: We'll talk about that later.
1: I had to sneak that one in there. Yep.
0: So for me, this is tough. Uh I I don't have much nice to say. I think that they're talented. This, when we talk about something being generic, this to me is like the definition because all the tracks seem to bleed together. Yes, they do. Right? Yeah, I like a defining track. Like the only track that stands out as something different and not really in a good way is Compass. That's the only track. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember Compass. Yeah, yeah. It was missing something. And to me, this was alternative new metal. This is what I'm going to mention of Mice and Men again. This oh, is fun. better. This is better than Cold, than World. Cold World. But oh, this, shocker. Is, but this what? is what I expected when a and Men said they were going to make a new metal-ish type album. This is what I expected them to make.
2: Yeah, and we, we talked about this on last week's episode where a couple of bands that we talked about, uh, we were talking about if Mice and Men wanted to make that kind of album they wanted to set out to do, They would have taken notes from those bands who done better than them.
0: And this is a band they should
1: have been taking notes from. Exactly. Uh, Okay, so it's definitely an upgrade from their last album, but I still don't really like it. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's it's not horrible. It's not a bad... I don't want to say it's a bad album. It's not.
0: Like, if it came on, I wouldn't be like, turn this shit off. This is awful. Yeah, It's
1: it's not like that. It's kind of like good background noise. I mean, <laughs> like if, you know, like when you're at a concert or, you know, a show, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, and, you know, before the band comes on, they have like that music in the speakers while you're waiting on the next band. Yeah. This is perfect for that. Yeah.
0: Look, maybe it's, it's just, because... Like, it's
1: played around jam music, but it's nothing... It's not like, yo, 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 you gotta hear the new Woven War, man. They yeah, fucking you gotta kill it. A
0: dude. Sick. Right. Exactly. There is no way I'd be like, hey, guys, you hear the new Woven War? honor is dead shit yeah, yeah, yeah. and everyone's <laughs> like no man that's fucking should we listen and they'd be like no not really no nah. nah. go back
2: You're to listen to as i lay dying
0: yeah. and th- maybe it's because i saw them live and they weren't very good yeah that could still play a little bit of a part to it but yeah i just sorry i just can't it's just it's generic it's they're it's talented generic. they're talented and they could do more with their talent i think
2: yeah because i've seen the a bunch of the I've seen the, mem- the members with Azaleigh Dying before, and they kill it with their talent. And I just wish they would have shown a lot more on this album, even though this one's, uh, to me, it's a pretty good album. Yeah. It's
0: not the best. Sure. All right, well, that was kind of depressing.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, let's move they on to Dark
1: Complex, please. I'm going to go ahead and foreshadow and say, to me, it's only getting worse.
0: Yeah, I'm a little scared of that, too.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, to be honest.
0: We're moving on to Dark Complex, Point Oblivion on Spine Farm.
1: Spine farm.
0: Spine farm. Yeah. Like spine shank. Spine
1: farm. Anyone remember like the? A a, anyone remember rat. spine shank? No. Oh yeah. Uh,
2: I had a. I had a. Really big misunderstanding with them, but I'll get to that.
0: Ooh. Time. Oh shit. Maybe that should be a breakdown from the past sometime.
2: Ah. So hopefully. No. <laughs> spine shank.
0: Spine shank. All right. That was weird. All right. So. <laughs> I guess I'll. Uh, you want me to start then? I'll start this uh, yeah, one. Oh yeah.
1: Please start. Go ahead, Sir Ian.
0: All right. So let's say definitely an old school feel. I'm going to categorize this as new metal rap. That's going <laughs> to be my categorization. I could definitely imagine listening to this in middle school. Yes. Ma- maybe maybe elementary school. Uh, it's rapish. I'm going to say rapish vocals over screams in the back and then going into a clean chorus. I think that was their formula. It's going. Yeah,
2: basically yeah. another Lincoln Park.
0: Yeah, but Lincoln let's not Park's insult Lincoln Park. Yeah, Park's good, though. <laughs> yeah, let's not yeah. insult them. It's rapish lyrics, screams over the back, and then clean chorus. That's their formula. I just, look, it's so weird. And then there were those two tracks, Marking Targets the, the two and, co- tra- yeah, and Cold-Blooded. Two tra- <laughs> yes, I don't know where those were coming from. I didn't understand. I was looking at my Spotify going, you're not serious, right? Like, I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> so, yeah, I look, I know there are people out there that like this, and I was <laughs> laughing most of the time listening.
1: <laughs> I'm so, sorry, Ian. The way you're saying it is like, there's there's a special breed of people yeah. out there that will find this entertaining. Shame yeah. on you. Hey, I, I feel like this is when I heard your Suicide Squad podcast oh, yeah. or when the you know, movies, and yeah. you're like, there are some idiots who like this out there. <laughs>
0: or that's more Batman, <laughs> Superman. That's more bad. Yeah, about. you're yeah. like
1: if you like this, you're an idiot. You're a
0: fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if I, you like
2: Steve Keith and you like shitty rap music, you'll like this. Uh, those two tracks on there. Yeah,
0: I, yeah. I mean, look, I don't like making fun of the haters out there, but look, if you like this, good for you. But <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I can't. I mean, look, it's still better than Cold World.
1: Oh yeah. fuck!
0: It's absolutely better than Cold World. So there you go.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's me. Void and dropping. Abandoned are the best
2: tracks on there.
1: <laughs>
0: So, Jackson, do you even have anything to say for this album? It's your favorite, right?
1: Um, Okay, so anyways, we got Jimmy Eat World (laughs) with Integrity Blue (laughs) on Dying Alone Records. Ty, take this away.
2: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is a brand new Jimmy Eat World album. It's on Dying Alone Records. It's uh, definitely a different album from Bleed American, which is like my all-time favorite album. It's definitely a more... Uh, a take on uh, what what would call it i would say college rock music ooh i, I know like that well I,
0: I think my genre is going to be better when it gets to me
2: yeah it's it's very college rock this album is and it, it definitely has some good standout tracks on there i mean we talked about the last track we did which is uh, the one talking about traveling or
1: whatever
3: it was
0: integrity blues
1: yeah that one
0: yeah um i didn't
1: like the album <laughs> straight, up. Uh, <laughs> straight up it wasn't good yeah, it's just uh
2: maybe Jackson I don't, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> yeah, I need to go
1: back to college and not drop so you out. You can this listen night. to this type of music.
3: <laughs>
0: That's why you don't like yeah. it, Jackson.
1: Yeah, dark times, man. Shh guys, please. Shh. Please. Come on. shh. For well, my sanity.
0: Let's give just a little bit of background. So, this is 15 years after Bleed American. All right. So, since then they've been releasing an album every 3 years. It's almost like clockwork which is very strange. I I'm not used to bands releasing every 3 years, normally every like 2, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Now, I personally stopped listening after I think it was called Chase a Light in 2007. That's around when I stopped. So that's a significant time. I missed two albums. Yeah. In that span. So To go back to this one, just right off the bat, I wasn't sure what they've changed. So they're definitely not pop punk anymore. They're definitely not pop rock. Not at all. So I like Ty's college rock. I also, what I think of this is, this is indie rock.
3: It is. Yeah, indie rock
0: to indie pop. I said this before for a couple of things we've talked about. I would super expect this to be in the background of some hipster movie. Yes. Like, whatever track they choose, they could put in the back of a hipster movie where someone's trying Fault to... In
1: our stars in the background. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Paper town kind of Yeah, paper... right,
0: right, right. Anytime someone's <laughs> trying to find themselves, you know, this yeah. would be somewhere in the background. So, it's completely... It's slow. It's darker, but not darker in the sense of what they're talking about. It's darker in the sense of the fullness. Uh, I don't know. It's just they the mellowed mood. out. Yeah, they mellowed out their sound. So really the only track that I could possibly choose as a favorite was The End is Beautiful, but that's just because I'm fucked up with the things that I think about relationship-wise. So that oh, song is probably one of the weakest on the album, but for some reason it sticks out to me because it's talking about like it doesn't have to hurt, like all this bullshit, you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't really have any favorite songs off of this. I could just play it, like, at any time, and just all the way through and just be like, Oh, it's just another album another time. So Well, that's yeah. the
0: thing. I would never listen to this again.
2: Same. Yeah, I just go back, go yeah. back to Lead American. Yeah, exactly. Skip. That's the thing.
0: And Futures. I mean, there's plenty of good Jimmy World albums you can go listen to if this isn't your thing anymore. But if this is your thing, if you like sitting around at a show and snapping your fingers along with a band, like, you'll fucking love this. It's great. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I liked what type of dancing was that <laughs> <That's the> Carlson. <laughs> that's that's what people Jimmy <laughs> World would be dancing like. That's Who
1: would true. they even tour with now? I mean I you think can't well even put them in the same band they would tour with back in the
0: Diz well, ooh.
2: Back in the Dizzy.
1: That was oh, back yeah. when people
0: used to say Dizze. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: probably say they would probably go on tour with like brand new or something.
0: Mm. Transit. I think they would take Turnover. them on tour. Well look, we talk about it at concerts all the time. They're taking different bands from different genres now and people are going out on tour. So it's not unheard of that Jimmy first of all, Jimmy Eat World's gonna headline anyways. So look, yeah. I could see them I could see them touring with this wildlife, you know?
2: It just yeah. takes some time.
1: <laughs> Ian, I mean you don't you play this before you go to sleep or something? I think I remember you saying this wildlife and Jimmy Eat World put you to bed.
0: Well with Jimmy Eat World I might have nightmares. Oh shit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not bad. It's not like, and that's the thing. Everyone knows Jimmy Eat World is talented. They didn't lose their talent. It's fifteen years after what they were putting out before. They're probably not going to sound the same. And this yeah, is a lot yeah.
1: changes over fifteen years. Yeah,
0: this is the direction they wanted to go in. So that's fine. It's just not for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't blame them. They've they've proved enough. They're fine. This isn't you know a step down or nothing. They're fine.
0: Right. Yeah. All right. So we're all done with reviews. That was probably one of our worst review sessions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We only like one
3: album. Yeah,
0: there's not that much good to go around there. So let's look to next week. And right now on the list, this is coming out the end of October. So this is October 28th. I've got Altered Perceptions from Rise to Ruin on Artery Recordings. Memphis Mayfire, This Light I Hold on Rise Records. Out Came the Wolves. Strange Fate on Roadrunner Records, and Upon a Burning Body straight from the barrio on Sumerian.
2: I'll say this right now, I'm calling it right now. Upon a Burning Body's album is gonna be very comedic in a way, and it's not, a, and not in a good way either.
0: Well, oh, the shit. title, the title already is a little bit iffy, so
2: yeah, yeah don't, just don't expect uh, anything good to say about this album.
1: I don't think we've reviewed their their singles, have no, we?
0: No, we've been leaving this just for the full review.
1: Okay, yeah, because they're they're uh, they're quite comedic, and yeah. I really like Upon a Burning Body. But these new songs are kind of a
2: don't don't say anything. Let's leave. We'll, it we'll just blues.
1: we'll just say they're different. All right, right, let's, okay, let's we Okay, it's on. different. It's it's different. Okay, it's, it's straight from the barrio, man. What do you expect?
0: <laughs> let's go on to a brand new segment, and we'll see how this goes. All right, so there's something Jackson missed last week, and that was when we were tooling on a mirror for being shit, (laughs) because they are. And we were thinking, by reading all these different comments, because we've talked about quote-unquote trolls on bands' pages, and why would anyone comment? Well, why not go ahead and use their words against them and get some humor out of it? So we haven't named this segment or anything, but we'll see if we can read a few of these. I think the main point is you want to read them the way they're written. So if it's misspelled, you should mispronounce it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like These are internet trolls that are talking, so you got to talk the way they would be. I was going through Amur's Torch YouTube, and I found a couple of standouts that I liked. So we're not going to say the names of the people. We're just going to read it. This is literally what a breakdown of sanity song would sound like if you picked a random song's thirty seconds and put it on repeat five times. With that being <laughs> said, it does sound tight and gives me hope for the rest of the album. But this song didn't do much to me. <laughs> and I just like—I didn't hear anything breakdown of sanity in an Eurus song, weird. right? Because they're straight up metalcore. Yeah. And
2: breakdown of sanity does the chugs right the right way.
0: Yeah, and it has actual vocals and things and talent.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and talent. Yeah.
0: Here's a reply to that. How the fuck can you dare to compare this song to the creation of the genius minds and talented musicians in Breakdown of Sanity? Shame, I on, agree you. With. Yeah, shame on
2: you. <laughs> that I agree with.
1: shame on you. That I agree with. Oh,
0: shit. And here, I like this as well. So, someone wrote the entire lyrics to the song. So I'm not going to read all those, but it's basically, I did not pass the torch just to be engulfed by the flames. I'm breathing fire to survive. Burn it down. Rising from the ashes. Blah, blah, fucking blah. The lyrics are terrible to this fucking song. But someone wrote, swear is the lyrics are. This is so People don't know how to type. So they say, swear is lyrics are. Wah, 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 wah. Bleh. Wah. Breakdown. More breakdown. Wah, 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 wah. Wah 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 That's
2: exactly what this was. Yeah, it pretty. They pretty much sounds like how they write their lyrics and how it sounds to their ear. So
1: and it's yeah. funny because we're supposed to be like these are supposed to be like shit talking comments. These are facts, man. This isn't like false claims.
0: It works perfectly. I don't know. It does. And then there was one for Attila. For the uh, I have a couple for Attila. So do you want to start?
2: I'll start with uh. I this is uh. A YouTube this is on uh, let's up let's get abducted YouTube video and I have a couple of them and this is a conversation between two people and It's like LMAO. How do people like this? Mainly to stupid 13 year olds and then another person response to that was most of the people I see Commenting look a bit older than 13 lol. LOL. And then the person who originally commented saying Damn! It's no wonder kids and people these days are fucking. Re-
0: yeah. Hey, by the way, this isn't us. These are YouTube it's not, comments. It's not so go us. go after them.
2: Yeah. And then another one. This is uh, between three people. One person said, "How high are you guys?" And then another person's response was, "Probably very." And then the third one, which I definitely agree with, was like, "Ask yourself first this question: Are they ever sober?"
0: Nope. I like what came after that. They go, "Feel like I've heard this song before." Dot, dot, oh, dot. yeah,
2: on every single one of your past albums. Yep.
0: <laughs> and then <laughs> says, still an embarrassment to the industry.
2: <laughs> and there's like this whole big paragraph afterwards that uh, – I took a couple notes for this. It's, um, since Guilty Pleasure, people been waiting and hoping that Attila will make a comeback and stop being lazy musical-wise, and noticing a decline in musical talent became flat-out lazy, and people saying that Attila uses product placement – Doing whatever it takes to get people's money and money of businesses like Monster Energy. And uh during the live performances, for example, when they play about that life Live, Chris Link, the lead guitarist, doesn't can't even do the solos whatsoever. And it's uh, exploiting of people's shitty music taste and uh spending of your parents' money.
0: That was a long one.
1: <laughs> that a long one. <laughs> well that guy has a vendetta out for fucking a tell the shit. That's not me, though. It's worse than no. me.
0: Oh, it is you then, Ty. <laughs> You're denying it. So it must, be, it must be your post. Well,
2: whoever it was, they probably hit
1: it right in the nail.
0: I think we can do more of this for the future. We just got to yeah, find Jackson the good one.
1: to come hit his own. I actually took a rewind. Ooh. I went to an of Mice and Men song.
0: Oh, okay. Off
1: Cold World. Yeah, and I did this just for Ian. Wait, there's and music and songs on that? Because... <laughs> what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I only pick. Well, I, I I did this off the song um, "Real" because I feel like that one got the most backlash, and I know it's Ian's favorite song off the album. Oh yeah, and it's the only one he listens to off the album because he. I mean, guys, you should see. Like, I wish you guys can see what I'm seeing. He has a Cold World flag behind him. <laughs> like, it's insane. It's so cool. Now, one comment I read, and I feel like this is exactly what we kind of basically say on the show, is where someone said. This new Lincoln Park lineup is sick. <laughs> and I thought that was so trollish and so true because that's exactly the direction they went in. And very
0: insulting and then, to Lincoln Park.
1: Yeah, and that sucks because Lincoln Park is good, even though I like the Cold World album. But mm. Lincoln Park is better, obviously. But you know, Ian likes of Mice and Men and Cold World, <laughs> so I had to pay my respects, you know? And then <laughs> this is something that I didn't catch before. And when I saw this comment, I was like, holy shit, that is that's classic. Where someone commented saying, holy shit, I did not know Jack Black is the new bassist of A Mice and Men. Oh, Obviously talking about Aaron Polly since he growled his hair with that mustache and uh, shit. Oh, I gotcha. Like, Nacho Libre kind of shit. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I thought that was so troll. That was funny as shit. All
0: right. Well, I think this segment can continue because I think we're going to have even more jarring comments and things in the future oh, so yeah. this will be Thanks fun the
1: new mirror track comes out oh <laughs> i think then you're yeah, just we'll gonna definitely be making fun of that album yeah
0: you're just gonna be reading my youtube comments <laughs> that's all it's gonna be let's move on to another new segment it's time for haters questions so, we've got a question here from Christopher. He wants us to go ahead and name our main individual fantasy show. So, five bands we get to choose from. They can be from whenever, they can be disbanded now, they can, you know, members can be dead, whatever it happens to be. You can go ahead and choose Damn. them. Yeah, I know. It's giving us a very dark, man. wide range. It's not like I'm bringing <laughs> them back. It's this is The Walking Dead right now. All right. I'm not swinging oh, a bat no, over my no, head. No, no, no. Should yeah. we spoil people have been
1: talking about that episode?
0: Spoil all that is... shit. Dude, The Walking Dead sucks. I know I'm gonna piss a lot of people off.
1: No, 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 no. You're they're already dead. dead.
0: It's the same exact thing over and over again. Yeah. I used to watch the show, I know. Like same. Negan I was is the same in love with it. Yeah. Negan season. is the same as the governor, who's the same as whoever else they're gonna see. It's all the same shit. They every cliffhanger wow, like, is about someone dying. And then you have to wait and see who dies, and then oh, they died. Okay, well there you go. If that's if that's the type of show you like, that's fine. Anyway, that was now where we were supposed to go with that, because I could go on a rant for a real long time on that. (laughs) Me too. Maybe we should, yeah, someday, sometime we'll we'll do that. But so the end of Chris's question is to go ahead, and he also put a little note in there for Jackson. This has to be in the scene, so no fucking Twenty One Pilots anymore.
1: Ha. <laughs> so funny. So Thank we're gonna so do much, them.
0: We're gonna do them from opener to headliner, all right? Thank you, Christopher. Thank you very much for the question. So Ty, let's start with you.
3: All right.
2: I wrote a whole bunch down after seeing that question from Chris, and uh, one I remember in particular, it's uh, Vanna opening. It dies today. Defeater in the middle. Uh, no, kills which engage to fourth and poison the well headlining.
0: All right, I can get behind that. Now, why did you choose that? Was there any specific reason?
2: Well, I was just jotting out ideas and of course, uh Killswitch Engage and Poison the Well have a connection with each other because they I think they started at the exact same time. I think Killswitch Engage did was still Did they
0: start at the bottom and then they're here?
2: No <laughs> oh my god. Started from the bottom now <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but nah. yeah, um, they uh, they started around the exact same time. I think Poison the Well has been around. I think a little bit longer than Killswitch because yes, Killswitch Engage was still um, coming off from the ashes of Overcast and AfterShock, and they influenced uh, Poison the Well influenced Killswitch Engage so much. So I just put Poison the Well as the headliners, and the uh, bands that they influenced on the bottom, like Killswitch Engage, Defeater. It Dies Today, and Vanna Opening. And Vanna could be the opening band because they have a very energetic set that can wake people up from like their long day at work or whatever, and it could be any lineup incarnation. It could be the Curses lineup, it could be the lineup that they have now.
0: You don't have to and, go that in-depth. Yes, so, yeah, Only if you have a specific one.
2: Yeah, so yeah. Vanna Opening, It Dies Today, Defeater, Killswitch Engage, Poison the Well Headliners. Alright, guys. 21 Pilots.
1: Uh, Twenty One Pilots <laughs> opening, Twenty One Pilots finishing.
3: Oh, no, hey. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> no, um, even if that wasn't a regulation, I would not have put Twenty One Pilots in the list. Just saying.
0: Dave Matthews. Anyways,
1: band. <laughs> my opening ban would be Convictions. Okay. Because their shows are insane. I don't know if anyone's seen them live before. They kill it. I mean, their shows are incredible. My second ban would be the Amity Affliction. Yeah. I mean, shit, Amity Affliction is... <laughs> come on, it's Amity Affliction.
0: You've got one religious band, band, and you've got one anti-religious band.
1: Oh, and it, yeah, and then I just switch right back to another one. <laughs> but here's the thing, it correlates, so watch this. Okay. Now, after Amity Affliction would come on, Being as an Ocean. Oh, okay. Being as an Ocean is a religious band, yeah, but they're yeah. huge friends with Amity Affliction. They are like... Right. They're, I mean...
0: They tour together, and yep.
1: Yeah, a lot, and they're very known close friends. Then my fourth band would be Silent Planet because, first of all, their new album, Everything Will Sound, is probably my album of the year.
0: Oh, damn.
1: Yeah, a little foreshadowing there. Second of all, (laughs) their shows are insane. Um, I don't care what kind of music you listen to. If you watch a Silent Planet show and you leave saying that was okay, then, well, we just won't discuss that. Let's just say you're wrong. Anyway. (laughs) And then my finishing band would, for sure, no doubt, this is my favorite band. I wanna let you guess, Ian.
0: Wait, the one that you got tattooed? No. Oh.
1: Yeah. I'll give you another hand. We talked about it earlier on this show. On this show? Yeah. We just we didn't talk about it not too long ago. On uh, right on this episode.
0: Dark Complex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that is the Devil Wears Prada. Ah, I knew uh... it.
0: I knew it. It was fun to guess Dark Complex though.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is my dream scene lineup.
0: Very nice.
2: I would pay money to see the rest of the bands. What? Or I just, I'll just go see the whole entire show. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, so. why
0: wouldn't you just go see Jackson's show? Especially if he's yeah, putting on. I'll, I'll
2: go see Jackson's show. Uh, he's promoting I have a conversation it. i <laughs> with the uh, nation's front man again. There <laughs> you go. i going with the anti-religious shirt again.
0: By the way, so people know, like, Ty's mic is going in and out. So it's <laughs> just so you understand. That's why you don't hear him as well. I'm not putting him down yeah. on purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> karma getting to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right. So mine, I did for two reasons, because I think we could easily make themes out of this. There's a whole bunch of stuff we could do with this question. But going specifically with favorite, most wanting to see this lineup together kind of thing. I went for two things. One is I've seen all these bands live, so I know how good they are live. And the second thing is they're bands that I grew up with, so I've known them longer than most so that's how I did it. So I am going to go a little crazy here, though, with my opener. Because I was oh like, shit. I was like, if oh this boy. is the opener, then this show is going to be like 10 hours long. <laughs> so I chose Rammstein as Ooh. my opener. Yep. So Romstein's the opener. Then we go to Alisana.
1: I knew that Damn. was going to be on Oh, them. of course. Damn. I almost <laughs> threw them in mine, and I can't believe You go believe from an I industrial band, to, band to a post-hardcore oh, yeah. theatrical band?
0: This is all just about my favorites so oh, okay, okay. yeah Romstein, Alisana from first to last
2: oh what lineup though
0: probably the one with Sonny in it just because okay. I never got to see that one but nostalgia I, reasons I love with okay. whatever they're doing so yeah then My Chemical Romance oh shit and you guys would never guess this even though I've talked about the band on the show a few times my still all time favorite band is Funeral for a Friend
3: Oh.
2: Really? Yeah. Yep. All right. Rammstein, okay. Alisana,
0: from First to Last, My Chemical Romance, Funeral for a Friend. There we go.
2: And if, if this was an album tour, which album would you want uh, Funeral for a Friend to play?
0: That's a tough one. Let's say the you first three. You can't put that pressure on Yeah, man. let's say the first, the first three. <laughs> three. Yeah, let's go first three.
2: <laughs> yeah if i were to pay money to go see that show it would probably be for the casually dressed deep yeah. conversation and hours both
0: from yeah. the front to back well that's and that's what they did i actually i talked about it on the show yeah, back yeah. in the day yeah that would have been awesome i was planning on going to see that in england when they were doing it and i just wasn't i bought the tickets but yeah, work schedule changed yeah, yeah. so <laughs> believe me i would have loved that i would love to have them on the show like, just yeah. to talk everything and be as fanboy as I can get, but side yeah, side notes. find them. <laughs> so, Christopher, Dang thank girl. you very much for the question. For everyone else, if you have a question that's in the similar vein or even on completely different things, it does not matter, you can email us, ianhates at gmail.com. Get in touch with us on Twitter, whatever it happens to be, and we'll make this a regularly occurring segment.
2: Yeah, I actually love his question. so keep them coming, people.
0: Yeah, very good. Thank you, Chris. Yes, All Christopher.
1: Right. Thank you so much. That was sick. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he threw shots at me, but hey, I love it. It was fun.
0: He threw truth at you.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. I it's... love
1: questions that make me think, and it's like tough. Like that was to me would be like naming top five bands or like top five albums. Those are like the hardest questions you could ever answer. Well, that's very true. So that was a good question. Thank you, Chris.
0: All right, guys, it's time for Breakdown from the Past. Breakdown from the Past time, guys. All right, let's start with you, Jackson.
1: I knew that was coming. See. And it's because I missed the last two. See. See. (laughs) Anyways, my Breakdown from the Past, the album is called The Hot and Heavy by Drop Dead Gorgeous. You fucking idiot! You know
0: I did Drop Dead Gorgeous already on the show. <laughs> <Do you laughs> I know really? this has to be this has to be a bit. I know you're doing a bit now, right? Why it's don't probably a bit, you have to? I think his hands, his no, hands it's not. His face, so he's, it's not a bit, or he would have been. <laughs> would have been more like. <laughs> oh, Jackson.
2: Can, uh, That's why you wanna, have uh,
0: to start. One? Oh, he, he's waving goodbye. He's walking away. <laughs>
2: Come on, Jackson, do Sky Eats Airplane or something.
1: (laughs) That's why that imposter was.
0: By the way, we'll deadpool this shit. We make a list of things, at least so people have an outline. We don't script this, obviously. You can really tell we don't script it. (laughs) Fuck
3: me.
0: But we have an outline of like, here's the topic we're going to talk about. We normally put what our breakdown from the past is going to be. And why don't you just put that down so it's not a surprise?
1: Yeah, I I thought I had it, man. And uh, I failed miserably. And I let my family down. <laughs> I have a shame to my last name. And in most countries, I would be hung by the balls. Oh, so, geez. yeah, and I'm very that ashamed of what I've done.
0: That seems extreme.
1: Yeah, a little too far, man. <laughs> it's life, man. All
0: right. Well, we gotta skip Jackson. So tired. This is like got? your third one you missed. I know, right?
1: Hey, wait, wait. Right. I got one though. I just came up with one.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Redeems <laughs> wait, me. wait, 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 wait. Let me quietly say it. Uh, the band's name is Broadway.
0: Oh. Okay, that is fine. Fuck yeah. Good job. All right. All right.
1: All right. I got one. Yeah, guys. My band is Broadway. And this was one of the first bands I started listening to when I got into a, the quote-unquote scene. I remember jamming this shit in my mom's apartment bedroom, just jumping up and down on the bed, jamming it's the same thing we do every day, Pinky, or whatever the fuck that song goes like. Uh, I think I was like 12 or 13 when this shit came out, so I was fucking one of those like angsty little bitch-ass kids that really just loved those little high-pitched screams and all that stuff and the singing. And yeah, this was my shit, man, for real. Good song. Yeah, hard to believe Good it album. was
2: so long ago.
3: Yeah, it
1: was yeah, a while ago. Yeah, that was like 2005. Fuck. damn.
2: 2005? 2009, bro. Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah
2: Broadway came out 2009. I'm
0: going to trust Ty because he knows his stuff and doesn't pick the same breakdown from the past. <laughs> That's uh-huh, already uh-huh. been done multiple times.
2: <laughs> yeah, 2009, man. But yeah, it was definitely a great album back in the day.
0: Agreed. All right, what do you got, Ty? We're going to let Jackson right. off the hook here.
2: All right, my breakdown from the past is a metalcore band from Indianapolis, Indiana called Amarna Rain.
0: I don't. Oh, wait, wait. Do you say Armada Rain?
2: Amarna Rain, yeah.
0: Oh, I don't know if I know them. Go ahead. What do you got?
2: Yeah, they're a uh, very, very um, Gothenburg influenced metalcore band from 2008, 9 ish, because Zayow, Inflames, and Sawwork influenced them sound. And they shared a stage with Darkest Hour, Misery, Signals, Between the Barrett and Me, and Acacia Strain. And their EP, which I will talk about, is called Atonement. Came out 2009. Sickest fucking metalcore I've heard in a long time. When bands started to sound exactly the same as the last band, these guys definitely went out of the box on that one. The catchy leads over, uh, I guess you would say, chugging opening riffs or whatever. They're a drop B sounding band. So three songs I would list is Deceiver, The Fall, and The Fight Isn't Over, which you can check out for those who haven't heard this band because they have music videos for both Deceiver and The Fight Isn't Over. And they were a band for a a couple of years. They released a full-length called Storms. It wasn't as good as the Atonement EP, but yeah, definitely check out Atonement EP. And you will definitely love this band if you haven't heard them yet. So yeah, check them out.
0: Will do. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I did not know that band. I don't think.
2: Oh yeah, they did a they did a a huge show which me and my boys were supposed to go to, but we missed out because I think I had to work that day. And they got lost on the subway and they ended up in Coney Island for whatever reason. <laughs> so it was I think it was Memphis May Fire, and I have to go back and check the line. But it's definitely Memphis May Fire playing the show. It was before they got bad. And Amarna Ring was playing
0: that show too as well, and it was in Brooklyn. Gotcha. Okay. All right, Memphis very nice. Mayfire is the shit. How dare you? Oh, do you catch something there? <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Ty likes to throw in things like that every once in a while. So I am going to talk about a band for a breakdown from the past that we actually mentioned on today's show. Because I had a plan and then I thought, wait a second, what news did we just talk about? Where a band is broken up? Finge. Yeah, Finch. Yay. Finch, my breakdown from the past, Finch is I knew it. amazing. I mean, what can you say? They are just so fucking good. So they've got their three studio albums. What is the burn from 2002? Say hello to sunshine in 2005 and then back to oblivion in 2014. Look, I consider what is the burn a definite masterpiece. I think front to back, yeah. Front to back, that album's amazing. And then they really completely changed their sound for Say Hello to Sunshine. And that is so close to being a masterpiece if it's not already. It's just so completely different that they almost sound like two different bands. The only thing that's consistent is Nate's voice. But the way they decided to go in that certain direction really changed what the band was all about. But what was great was it didn't sound different when you were hearing them live. They mixed both of those albums very well.
2: Yeah, I'm glad I got to see Finch at that one time. It's on the the Atticus tour, I think it was.
0: Yeah, I could see that. So even live doing Back to Oblivion, like all of it works. So I'm very sorry to see that they you know, had their issues and now they've gone separate ways, but I will recommend this because they did tease it a little bit, whether that was a joke or not. If they get together for the 15th anniversary and they do what it is to burn front to back, like they did for the 10 year, you have to go see that show. You have to. Nate is one of the best vocalists. Like it just, it's a fun show. It just works. So check out Finch. If you haven't, I'm sure you have already, but also, it's one of those things where the song, What It Is to Burn, on that album is so fucking amazing. We talked about last week. If you're listening to that song, you have to move. You yes. can't stand still. <laughs> you can't it do it. It hits you in the
2: feels that you have to move.
0: Yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible. So check out Finch. Definitely check out What It Is to Burn. And then if you like that, go on to their two separate albums because they are different. Say Hello to Sunshine and Back to Oblivion.
2: Yeah, if you don't move to Finch, then something's really definitely wrong with you. You need to get help.
0: Damn. Damn. Agreed. (laughs) All right, let's come back, and we'll finish up the show. All right, Ty, what do you got to close us out?
2: All right, as usual, please, please, please. I could say please a thousand different times. It will still mean one thing. Please rate (laughs) and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Give us more Twitter questions. Give us Facebook questions. Give us suggestions to go on uh, whatever social media you like. Please interact with us. It helps us a great deal. We have so much stuff coming up. Maybe we have something good for you for the holidays. You never know. Oh, yeah. Well, you will know because we will be presenting them to you. There you go. So, yeah. Please, 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 for the love of Kurt Cobain and My Chemical Romance and the used and great music back in the day, please interact with us. Subscribe. Rate us. Communicate. We love all of that. And also, feel free to check out my blog, the Tyrock City Music Entertainment blog, tyrockcity.wordpress.com. Also, if you love visuals... Go to my photography Instagram at Ty underscore Rock City Photography. Hit me up. Make sure you let me know which bands you want you want me to film or take a picture of. Because I just finished a Kane Hill drum angle video, which I will promote very, very soon. And I will have the YouTube link for that as well in the description. So,
1: Yeah, guys. Uh, basically, everything Ty just said times two. <laughs> <laughs> times yeah, a thousand. Guys. Fuck you talking about? Yeah, times a thousand uh you know rate us we're you know we're on twitter facebook we got emails i mean we're all over the place uh i heard my boy ian here has all the deets on that <laughs> um but but yeah again christopher thank you so much for sending that question you know if anybody else wants to do that you know go ahead and hit us up we will answer them you know they're fun they're cool and yeah help you know you can be part of the show too i mean that's your little way of getting in here so thank you guys so much see you in the next episode
2: yeah, we don't have dickhead security that prevents you from getting in the party. We can let <laughs> you in the party.
1: <laughs> well, I'll be
0: security. I only let certain people in the party. Only oh haters. Only haters get in. Well, he has you guys. a
1: form where he asks like <laughs> anybody who asks a question where it's like, Do you like Cold World with my and, <laughs> and if they answer yes, then he throws your resume in the trash bin. And if you well, answer no, you're like you're in.
0: Let's let's be honest, people wouldn't be smart enough to have a resume.
3: <laughs> if they like the
0: world. But um, anyway, you can go ahead and do exactly what Ty and Jackson said. Interact with me on Twitter and Instagram at Ian Hates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. Then you can email me like we mentioned before, Ian at gmail.com. And then every single episode of Ian Hates Music and Ian Hates Movies can be streamed and downloaded for free. On www.ianhates.com Plenty of stuff coming up Two of my favorite movies Coming up on Ian Hates Movies So we'll talk about that at some point But not right now And really a big thing We're going to be having a contest For people who review the show On iTunes We'll think it's something very special for that So make sure you rate us 5 stars If you like the show Leave a review there Comment on it and we'll read it out loud on the show as well. So thank you very much to all you haters out there listening. Thank you to Ty and Jackson. Ty, what do you got for us to end this out?
2: Expect nothing less.
1: Um, Bye.
0: And I will leave you the way I always do. <laughs> Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.